George Bernard Shaw said that when a thing is funny, you should search it for a hidden truth. Whilst Peter Ustinov observed that comedy is simply a funny way of being serious. On the last episode of the History of Advertising podcast, we looked at whether celebrities bring anything useful to a campaign. This time, we're getting more specific, as we look at some of Britain's best-loved comedians and some of the adverts they starred in. For five weeks in October and November 1971, Rod Stewart's Maggie May was at the top of the charts. I won't laugh at you when you boo-hoo-hoo I love you I can turn my back on the things you like Cause I love you Slade took over the number one spot with their hit, Cause I Love You. And then, four weeks later, all sense of reason abandoned the British public. Slade was knocked off by Benny Hill, and his song, Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West. They called him Ernie. Ernie! And he drove the fastest milk cart in the West. She said she'd like to bathe in milk. He said, all right, sweetheart. And when he'd finished work one night, he loaded up the cart. He said, you want it pasteurised, cos pasteurised is best. She says, Ernie, I'll be happy if it comes up to me chest. They won't forget Ernie. Ernie! The song tells a tale of a 52-year-old amorous milkman who competes with a moustache-twirling bread delivery man for the hand of a luscious widow. It's filled with innuendos and farcical scenes. Benny and his milkman song ruled the top spot for a whopping four weeks. It even took the prestigious Christmas number one slot, seeing off competition from the likes of Cher, Tom Jones, Cliff Richard, Diana Ross and Elvis Presley. Dave Trott is an advertising legend who has developed and overseen some of the most definitive campaigns in recent memory. During his younger years, he spent time in America, being taught by people from the real Mad Men ad agencies on Madison Avenue. He recalls how he reacted when he heard the Betty Hill song. i just come back from America and I thought, that is so English, the fastest milkman in the West. Being I've been four years in the States, you, you come back and you see all the things about England that you love. The fastest milkman in the West. It's like, it's just so English. It's really quaint and funny and unusual. Whilst working at ad agency BMP, Dave worked on a campaign for milk company Unigate. The ad saw Benny Hill bring back Ernie the Milkman. One of the Unigate team. But he give the housewives more than milk, like eggs, potatoes and cream. But there's something you're not giving us, so what the housewife said. He said, I know just what you mean. So now he gives them bread. And he called it farmer's wife bread. Ernie! He knows what all the housewives like the best. Benny was, apparently, an absolute dream to work with. Benny Hill to work with, yeah, good as gold, sweet as a nut, lovely bloke, just a normal bloke. Because in those days, 
people didn't have the superstar affliction that they've got now. These were all guys that had come out of the army. And the great thing in the army is you all learn, if you want to get on with a load of other blokes, you get on with a load of other blokes. You be a normal bloke and you learn to laugh and joke together. And that's all it is. It's not like you sit there posing in a cloud of talcum powder like I'm a superstar and you plebs are allowed to be in my aura. This is your, your, your guys and you're having a lot of fun. And... The more you guys you can include in your fun, the more great ideas are going to come out, the more better work we're going to do. Benny Hill, Eric Morecambe, Tommy Cooper, all those guys were like that. You know, most of the guys I've worked with, any of the famous people, they haven't been like superstars. They've been like really good people, really good guys, guys you'd go for a drink with. Keeping going with the good guys, we are now moving from one comic legend to two others. Bring me sunshine in your smile Bring me laughter all the while Eric and Ernie remain one of the most iconic comedy duos of all time. Alongside singing, dancing, irritating Andre Previn and performing one of the most elaborate breakfast routines ever set to camera, Eric and Ernie also appeared in a series of ads for Texaco in the late 70s. The account man who oversaw the campaign at ad agency CDP was Sir Frank Lowe. He approached Eric and Ernie to star in the ad. Eric and Ernie were not fools. You know, a lot of people, oh, I'm not doing advertising. <laughs> and uh, Eric and Ernie said to me, I said, will you do this campaign? They said, well, how long will you run it? I said, several years. They said, fantastic, we'll do it because we can only do so many shows on television a year, particularly the Christmas show, which was the huge thing, and therefore these ads will keep our faces before the public throughout the rest of the year. That's pretty smart, actually. The ads also featured James Hunt, a British race car driver who won the Formula One World Championship in 1976. In the ads, Eric and Ernie played the role of Hunt's useless mechanics. What's the matter? It's no good, chap. She's still not 100%. Good model, Jane? James. It's the way you walk. I trust all is well. Well, she still doesn't sound too good. Well, Mr. James, we've changed the engine, the suspension, the tyres and the transmission. You crawler. We've even changed the chassis. The <laughs> chassis? Just a moment, just a moment. What about the petrol? The petrol? The petrol? Why don't we try? You can't buy better petrol than Texaco. I know. Would you like me to put some Texaco in it? You mean you haven't put any in yet? No, not yet. Well, what's in it then? Holy you at the moment, Sunbeam. <laughs> Holy you at the moment. <laughs> Did you hear that? Holy you at the moment, sir. You can trust Texaco. The world champion does. He's smiling. Get off, he's looking annoyed. Though he was an excellent race car driver... James Hunt wasn't quite as talented on the acting front. Most sports stars can't act because that's not what they're paid to do. They're paid to play sport. So James Hunt couldn't act his way out of a paper bag. Um, nice man, though. Wonderful, wonderful man. But if you put two good actors like Eric and Ernie or like John Cleese or lots of good people around the star who can't act, you can cut and use the star, but focus 
on the talent. Anywhere we shot those, Alan did those commercials beautifully, and that was a, they were very successful indeed. The ads were directed by Sir Alan Parker, who would later go on to direct films such as Evita and Bugsy Malone. I worked with Eric and Ernie on Texaco with James Hunt. The thing about working with someone as brilliant as they are was that they, first of all, you know, they're, they're music hall comedians. They don't like doing things over and over again, which is what you do on film. You repeat and repeat, same gag. And it irritated Eric because he wasn't getting laughs like he did the first two times he did it. So, and I kept saying, it doesn't matter. It's still as funny. It's just that we've seen the, the gag. And uh, he would change it. He would improvise it. Each time he had to, because he could not, he couldn't do something without the crew laughing. To him, that's his life, you know. And so to repeat and repeat and repeat the same gag, he thought was dreadful. So you tried not to do too many takes, quite frankly. I did, you know, you cheat with regards to, you, don't, you say, that's great, we've got it. We're just going to move the camera a bit. It's a different situation. So he wouldn't mind doing that again, you know. But it's a repetition he didn't like. So you, you couldn't do too many takes and you couldn't really do much coverage because... Um, you know, the worst thing of all is when a thing becomes... It's like an actor when they improvise so much that, that you're, not, you're not actually talking about the actual script that you've had written that, or you've written. And you start to think, you know, you can improvise it so much it ceases to have any sense. Both ads featured on this programme show the value that comedians can bring to a campaign. As long as they don't veer too far from the script, they can often enhance the original idea and help bring them to life in a more likeable and relatable manner. The History of Advertising podcast was presented by Jack Meggett Phillips, and featured contributions from Dave Trott, Sir Frank Lowe, and Sir Alan Parker. The programme was produced by Jane Jarvis and Jack Meggett Phillips. If you're interested in learning more about the ads featured on this programme, and the work of the History of Advertising Trust, please visit hatads.org.uk.